0: there, schmucks, it's me, Small Franklin. Here's all you need to know about me. I'm small, I've got attitude, and I love selling newspapers. Oh, and if you haven't guessed, since I'm a newsy type kid from some vague oldie times, I'm real sick. And there's a bunch of hard-looking customers with hearts of gold out there committing crimes and getting visited by ghosts so they can buy me medicine. But enough about those wise guys, here's the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Local sweetheart patrons Hudson Miles, Robert Hawks, Christopher Dunn, and Nick Scott get visited by ghosts of Christmas, but can't get made any sweeter. Top story for today Gulletice, Matthew Smits, Mary Rain, and Chris Walsh found alive and having a great week. I hope. In sports, Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, Mike Pollard, and Jason Campbell win stick-and-hoop tournament or whatever nonsense sport we play here. I hope the prize is my medicine. (coughs) Just kidding. I'll tough it out. In business news, Michelle B., Heather Romancic, Noreen Elizabeth, and David Forsey struck it big on the stock market after buying stocks in GameStop. People love jacks. And balloons? What's a game? I'm so sick! This week's Fresh Christmas Goose giveaway winners are Heather Baird, Cheryl Nash, Chelsea Dab-Hilkey, and Shell Scott. You know the drill. Shout a moral epiphany from your window, and I'll follow the sound of your voice with my keen, newsy ears and drop a goose on your doorstep. Boy, patrons, you sure warm my little heart with your generous nature and also your moxie. See you next Christmas, I hope... (laughs) Haha, <laughs> just kidding. I'm real plucky. <laughs> oh, I'm so small. Hello, it's Yuri Ditchdigger, your resident lawbard, bard, here to catch you up on what happened last week on Wonders and Blunders. But before we get to that, we've got a shout-out from one of our listeners, Shell Scott, who left us a five-star review and has personally apparently dragged a bunch of people onto this podcast. Um, some of the people listening to this have probably been forced to listen by Shell. And... By golly, we're gonna reward that. Shell says, Dear Caravan crew, I just wanted to say, I hope you know that this little podcast has brought me a ton of joy during a tough year. I've been spreading the word and now I'm able to enjoy it with friends and family too. I really miss hanging out with the Newfoundland crew and it's so wonderful to hear all your voices each week. I really hope you're all doing okay and can feel happy that you're able to bring lots of light and laughter into people's lives. Thank you, Shell. That's so amazingly sweet. I could just cry, although I won't. But that's not for some toxic masculine reason. It's because I'm a dwarf and we don't have tear ducts. If you want to get a shout out on the show, tag us in a post on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or send us a picture of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher that you're listening to. These are great ways to get people involved in the podcast, and as always, we love it. Or you can take the shell approach and physically drag people to a listening device and make them listen to it. We will not stop you from doing that. Anyway, on to the recap. Last time on Wonders and Blunders, the crew clashed with Jaren and his giant eel pet. They waded through most of his forces in battle, but couldn't stop Jaren and his priests from completing the ritual. Marsgraf's axe started to disintegrate as a portal to some deep, dark place opened above the church. With the ritual complete, the voice in the dark fled like a coward into the deep below and left its army of kobolds, to do its dirty work. The party pursued Jaren upwards, Rowan holding on to the back of the massive eel, along with Star, as they battled Jaren, who grew ever closer to reaching the portal. But right before he got there, Star managed to land a fatal hit. Meanwhile, Bree had picked up the Axe of Masgraf and communed with it. She felt that the Axe wanted to go home and that that home lay on the other side of the portal. So to save the Axe from being consumed by the ritual, She gave it what it wanted, kicking off the bottom and swimming upwards with an incredible burst of speed as Bree, Fang, Rowan, and Jaren's body all drifted through the portal, which snapped shut as the axe went through. I've seen stuff like this before. It's a trick of the light. They'll be back. Lickety split. Let's will that theory into existence on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders.
1: So now we, that was a hundred feet up, right? So would we have just seen
2: like a flash and then nothing? Uh, Like as the lightning. Star got a real good look, but from down at the bottom, I think because you were all so close to the axe and therefore so close to Bree, you would have been able to track Bree. The portal itself had like a ring of electricity around it. And you would have seen as Bree was rocketing up towards it, holding the axe, that as she got closer, it shrank. Until she went through and then just pop, it was gone. And there was no more eel, Jaren, Rowan, or Bree. So all that, like, electric light on the eel just, like, disappears with the big flash from the portal and the electric beam Bree meeting with it. Ugh. And now looking up at where the portal was, all you can see is the light shining through the thick ice on the surface.
3: And we're still on initiative?
2: yes. As the portal closes, and now you're looking up at the ice, just the light shining through it, the scene is quite different. It has descended into chaos. Star from above, looking around, now that the ritual is over, the lightning is no longer lighting up this area inside the church. All of you down there are now just... it is pitch black. Uh, Looking up, you can definitely see the reference point of the ice and some of the higher up parts of the church. Where you are, Star, you can see silhouettes, the, just the stuff outside your dark vision. Close up, you can see that the kobolds have turned on the eel people. Oh. Uh, and you can see them just swarming these eel murrow, which are, some of them are trying to swim away. Now that Jaren is gone, they're just in disarray. There is no organization to them. A lot of them are fleeing, pursued by swarms of these little kobolds. Some of them are uh, in small squads fighting them off. The closest one to you, you see three eel morrow surrounded by kobolds, and while they're fighting behind them, one of them just gets entangled in tentacles, and pulled backwards into the dark as one of the scions moves in on it. Uh Oh. Okay. Those of you down on the bottom, I think you can hear a lot of this happening, these, like, gurgled screeches and sounds of combat, but just off in the dark on all sides, kind of echoing through the water around you. And it ended on Bree's turn, uh, which would make it Kara's turn.
4: Is everybody okay? I'm going to call out and I'm going to cast daylight. Oh. From a point I choose within range. So like off to the side, I'm going to, at the level of the balcony, I'm going to cast uh, daylight. And it sheds a 60 foot radius sphere of light from like one of the banister posts at the top railing around the edge.
2: So you cast this and all of you kind of like looking around in the dark star, you would definitely see this from above too. This gleaming ball of daylight just extends from the balcony, allowing Mm -hmm. you to see these swarms of kobolds, which had been like swimming down and sort of flooding into the church after not being able to chase Jaren anymore. And they all shy back, like holding their hands up in front of their face. Uh, the Murrow next to you, Valen, as well, used to the dark, holds its hands up, but it, but you see it looking through its hand in fear at this swarm of kobolds that are coming down.
4: Going to start swimming towards Valen, I
2: think. Then it is that Murrow's turn, who is going to look up at these creatures coming down and then look at Valen. And then swim away. Uh, so you can take an attack of opportunity if you want, Valen. Can I use my Rage Hand? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's right next to you. Attack, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a melee spell. I don't know. Oh, you can use I... your attack. Yeah, we'll, we'll say range, uh, Rage
5: Hand is okay. It's a D4, right? Yeah. Bad roll, though. 13 to hit. 13's a hit. Nice. That's eight damage. It punches
2: it, I guess, in the
5: back of the head. Like, what does your Rage Hand look like when it attacks? Yeah it's this like Usually it's like sort of spectrally icy Shape but this has this like Orange like um, Flashes of light um, Sort of surging through it uh, And it just yeah balls up in a fist and just like Launches through the water at the back Of its skull Yeah, <laughs> And you hear like a crack Which even through the battle sounds
2: around you You can hear as it like holds the back of its head And looks back at you in like anger But it's still It's <laughs> still just swimming away <laughs> <laughs> it, it is swimming up like it looks like it's going to go back out the way that you all came in but it is still lit up
1: Ben Ben kind of spins around
5: he, he how is Valen looking extremely exhausted on the brink of passing out
1: okay Ben just is like looking up and then like the, the big flash of daylight and he just uh, uh, blinks and, and spins around and, and swims to Valen and lays hands on him and casts Cure Wounds as that good, good time energy sets you back to a healthier boy. That's uh, uh, 17
5: HP. Oh, wow. Thank you, Benjamin.
1: We have to get out of here. Uh, What about Bree and Rowan? The the portal closed. Can you open portals? We gotta go. We gotta go. And Ben is like, like shaking his head. His eyes are wide.
2: You're right. So yeah, the two of you are there by that boulder with the one pinned Murrow, which is like still trying desperately to push this boulder off of itself. And then Star, it's your turn.
3: I will just uh, swim towards them. So I'll uh, double dash, I guess. Okay. And move 45.
2: 45, all right. Yep. So you're going to swim down. That eel creature is going to swim with you. um, Okay. With the double dasher, actually. Or well, it's going to sprint to keep up. Then... As you are swimming down, you see, like, the light between you and the daylight is cut off as swimming in through your dark vision are a, is a swarm of these kobolds. Okay. But they are chasing an eel person and don't notice you. As they're swimming past, they're focused on
5: their prey. Balin. Right you are, Ben. Uh, Kara, uh, let's get out of here. And I think I will just start swimming... Up towards the balcony where we came in. So if
2: you dash, you can get back up to the balcony.
5: I will just use my action to dash.
2: Then in your minds, you hear...
5: Unfortunate.
2: I was hoping for some form of
3: revenge. But perhaps some extra eyes above the ice will do me just as well.
6: You wouldn't be willing to simply submit to some light instructions in exchange for your lives?
4: What kind of instructions...
6: Simply
5: stay where I can see
1: you. This was not part of our arrangement.
6: Many things change.
1: We have to go. We gotta go, go. It, it, can, it can take over your mind. It tried to take over mine. I, I I wouldn't let it, but it's strong.
5: Just keep moving.
2: 45 feet down. You've swam 30 feet up. So I would say Valen and Star are within 15 feet of each other. Okay at this point with that dash up. Um, So what I'll do is now that you're sort of back together and that first Patrol didn't see you, we can sort of go out of initiative as the chaos around you is kind of covering what's happening, but it is clear that this Aboleth is interested in finding you again.
3: The, uh... Did you you see uh, Rowan?
5: uh, What was on the other side of that portal? I, 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 Rowan as well. We don't have I'm time. Sw-
3: we
1: don't have time. We got to go. Kara, can you turn off the light? And uh, Star, you can see in the dark, and so can I. And if you guys hold on to our, 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 our clothes or our leg, we can, we can guide you back the way we came. I agree, Benjamin. And Ben just starts swimming, like, out the, out the smashed, like, area where we, we came in, trying to get down into that uh, seaweed. And I
4: can't turn out the light. It's not a concentration spell. It's a permanent spell or, like, an instant separated, separated spell. Oh no um, way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, really,
2: you can't stop. <laughs> I it? mean,
4: it's it's not concentration, so I'm not holding it. It's cast. so I'd need to dispel it. Somebody would need to dispel
2: With the light on, you can see that there are a bunch of kobolds that are sort of swimming towards your last uh, position, but they're sort of up towards the the top one of them uh, one of the swarms of them getting distracted by these eels. So you're being actively searched for. So to get back across this area, we can do another uh, skill challenge. Okay. All
1: right. Kara, can you be a shark again? Ben asks just
5: before the skill challenge.
4: I'm 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 gonna be an eel this time actually, and I'm going to turn into uh, a giant eel. How giant? It's a large creature.
5: Okay. <laughs> so
3: hold on. So we're swimming out of the area where we were before. Yeah. Um, okay. So with those
2: with dark vision, you can see out here as well. Uh, there is, there are two swarms of kobolds moving past, and there is a scion out here, and it is eating, like tearing apart one of the murrow.
3: Okay, uh, can I use stealth to try and find a good hidden path on the bottom of the as low as possible to try and stay out of detection? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Twenty one. Twenty one? Okay. So uh, everybody if you are following
2: uh star, then you'll have a pretty deep you'll have pretty good cover from anything that's not actively looking down at you. The issue being that this path is going to go right past this scion, and you can't guarantee that it won't see you down there.
1: Once we kinda so is there like kelp and stuff down here? Like what does this area we're hiding in look like?
2: So it was this ruined courtyard, and there's, like, a chunk that has fallen, like, partially collapsed on the room below, so it creates kind of a trench, and, like, kelp and seaweed and stuff have, or lakeweed have grown out of this, uh, creating a trench that you can swim through to protect you from above. Given, like,
1: that we're we're hidden and it's a bit of a moment of reprieve, uh, instead of a a skill check, can Ben uh, reach into the bag of holding and pull out a rope? Uh, yeah. Maybe best, Valen... You hold this. Kara, do you think we can... T- guys, uh, Star, can you tie this around? Kara? Uh, yes. I would cooperate with this. I mean, it's an eel, right? So it's, that's one thing, like... Maybe you could hold it in your jaws. It's, you're real slippery. And, like, Ben is trying to loop the, the <laughs> rope around, and as you see his hands are uh, shaking. I could hold
4: that for sure, yeah.
2: Like, someone could do a sleight of hand or something to make it easier to tie this sort of
5: bridle onto the eel... <laughs> Could I use the, there's like rules in Xanathars that sleight of hand can be like intelligence-based instead of dex-based. Okay. Like it, it's like an intelligence plus sleight of hand if you have uh, proficiency in, in it. A, and you do? I don't, but I would oh. love to use a plus four <laughs> from intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> of like knowing knots, but not necessarily being good at them. Yeah, okay. 14.
2: 14? Uh, yeah, so it is. it is tied in the eel's mouth. You've tied up a horse before, uh, and used kind of the same idea. Its teeth are weird and sharp. uh, (laughs) Eel bridle. Yeah, and it is much slipperier than a horse. Uh, I may not need to say that, but just in case you didn't know, eels (laughs) (laughs) quite
4: slightly
3: slipperier than horses. (laughs) Yeah, in case you wanted to, you know, organize like the animals according to slipperiness. Yeah,
4: (laughs) (laughs) not as slippery as a hagfish, but
3: (laughs) quite slippery. (laughs) I'm really glad Kara did not turn into a hagfish. Yeah, this never would have worked way too slippery. Oh, on
4: the other hand, I could have emitted, you know, like clouds and clouds of slime. And uh, we all could have, you know. Again, I
1: don't know if that's uh, too I'm going to be honest. I've had enough of hagfish for today. <laughs> <laughs> just killed one, you know. Let's just keep those numbers, that nice zero hagfish.
2: <laughs> so you've got a, a rope around what, what who else wants to do? Someone else can do a, a check. I guess it's just Kara left.
4: Yeah, could I use survival to um remember the best like the route that we followed? Um remember the best route and find and find a way back to the tower around the changes in the rubble.
2: Yeah, so this um this scion is like bent over and cracking pieces of this uh of this Murrow apart. Um, It's tentacles just kind of like drifting lazily behind it, kind of intermingling with the seaweed behind you.
4: That's a 12 plus uh, 7 for my survival. 19? Uh, So 19, yeah.
2: Okay, so I'll just do a... And it got a 17 to detect you. So moving forward, I think like even feeling sort of the electrical pulses of this nearby creature, you are able to like moving forward, you see this path... Uh, And then I think there is a hole in the ceiling where this trench has sort of fallen down into the room below, so the way to get around it would be to go down through this hole and go on the inside.
4: Okay, all right.
2: Kara, in eel form, uh, just sort of like slurps down through this hole in the (laughs) ceiling into the dark, trailing this rope behind it, which I, I think you can use to basically keep pace the, the slower swimmers can sort of hold on to that to boost their speed a little bit. And you ride the eel carriage into the dark of the hallways below.
4: Can I just ask quickly, has Diglin kept up with us or is she?
2: Yeah, okay. she was down there with all of you. Okay. So she is swimming along with you and she just has her machetes drawn. She has been just cursing under her breath as you're going. She is clearly like extremely agitated. Uh, yeah, so down inside this hallway with eel vision and stars, or and star, or sorry, star and Ben have dark vision, right? So it's really only Valen who can't see. So in here, it is quite abandoned. You can hear the sounds out now, muffled by the stone walls, still just sort of echoing through the hallways as you make your way through. You, I think, have to stop for a moment as an eel person followed by three or four kobolds like swims through the hallways ahead, just cutting off your path but they move down as you start to hear fighting and grunting. Coming up to that corner and kind of like peeking around, you can see that they are around the corner. The eel is cornered and now fighting these kobolds, which are just like scratching and biting at it. Ahead of you, there is a stairway that looks like it heads up into one of the bell towers. Hmm. You know, probably because of the the eel before, that this bell tower is broken off. Like you wouldn't be able to go all the way to the top of it, but the stairway does lead up some distance and you can. there is also a right turn where the Murrow and the Kobolds came from, which is clearly not blocked off because that's where they just swam from.
5: How similar is this to the path that we took over? Like, how would I be able to remember which tower we came down through?
4: I feel like I should be able to remember because of my uh, background. I think I've got the same background feature as Bree for remembering um, locations.
2: Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. and, and you got the high survival check as well. So this is one of the shorter towers that was in front, but you know that this... So you've you've traveled under the courtyard that you traveled across before. If you go up this tower, you will be like 30 feet from the wall that was broken that you swam out of to go down. So if you remember, you came oh. down the tower, you came into the hall, there was a yeah. broken wall that let you see the dome in front. That hole will be right above this so it'll just be a short dash okay. from the from the tower to the broken wall.
4: If we go up here, Kara says, speaking into I think Star's head, we'll just have to cover 30 feet in the open to get to the other tower.
3: Uh that's pretty good. Uh and Star relays that to everybody. How is
1: everybody
5: looking? Rough. I'm not looking, I can't see. Not,
1: not looking good. <laughs> uh oh, oh there's <laughs> the boy. You, you don't get a heal for that. Oh. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's just nice to dole out uh, punishment. Huh? Uh, punishment? Oh. It's it's now you a can't pun. heal. Well, oh, 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 damn, my door magic done. Done, did away with me. Um, yeah, uh, Star Ben um,
3: heals you for uh, 10 HP. Thank you, Ben.
1: Uh, no problem.
5: Let's get out of here.
3: Agreed. Uh, should we just go up and then do we sprint across thirty feet? We can do it. Seems soon. like
5: our best chance.
3: Yes, I agree. So leaving quicker is better than leaving slower. Uh, Kara, up the up the thing,
5: please. Off I go.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, look, now it's not the time. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, so are we really going to be per- uh, really really uh, I like this now, Vaylin? Is that what we're going to be worried about? <laughs> so you're whisper
2: whisper swimming. <laughs> past this group of, uh, of battling creatures to your left um, the yeah. uh, your Murrow friend star who is uh, swimming with you stops here and yeah. looking in at its friend which is kind of losing this battle against the kobolds looks at you and just nods and then takes out its harpoon and swims down the hallway to help. It's Star kind of
3: like Star kind of like looks at it and nods back, but to like also like takes a fist and puts it against his chest.
2: Yeah, yeah, and like and it it is confused, but does it like just trusting that that's a good thing? Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get a, a real one of those toxic masculinity high fives where you both slap <laughs> your hands <laughs> together and flex your biceps. Sick.
3: <laughs> is a friend a friend of yours. <laughs> Eh, you know. You fight an eel, you become friends pretty quick.
1: Thought it was gonna kill us the whole time. Let's okay, let's go. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> there was <laughs>
5: an eel here the whole time? Uh, Don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let's
1: Let's go. <laughs> and Ben is just like kicking while like getting pulled by
2: the Uh okay, so crossing this 30 foot thing, I just need a stealth check from everybody.
3: Oh, <laughs> Good, <laughs> was that a good one or a bad one? That's a good one? one. That's a good,
1: that's a happy 18. I got nice. Oh, right,
3: I for good, I got
4: 24. Okay, all right. And I'm an eel, so I use eel stealth,
2: eel stealth, the which, worst kind of stealth, s- steal. <laughs> not steel,
4: not as good as Kara's, but uh, that's a 13 plus four, so that's a 17.
2: Okay, and I got I 19. 19. Okay, um, so you look at like, all you.
4: <laughs> a
1: little- Look at us. Look at us sneaking We're around. We just needed
2: to to drop that dead weight.
3: Yeah, that's a problem. It's Rowan and
2: Bree,
1: keeping loud us ass down. Rowan
3: and loud-ass Bree, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Rowan
2: can't stop narrating everything that's happening around him and just going like, "God, I'm trying to talk to everyone." Incredible. Are you yeah. seeing this?
1: <laughs> well, now this reminds me of a story from uh, my great aunt was she was a, a whipcrack of a furbo of a and she <laughs> uh,
2: So you swim up out of the top of the tower and there are pieces of destroyed towers. Part of it is like leaning over and contacting with the wall itself. And at one point you do have to swim under it and wait as a pack of murrow led by a scion are swimming not after anything, just very clearly swimming patrol around this area. and they are like surveying below them but as you hide under the tower, they just continue to swim right past. Phelan, you see none of that.
4: Uh, <laughs> it's a reminder.
2: And you, just, Diglin, you just
4: feel the eel get tense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Diglin has Gross. stopped like swearing to herself, mostly because she has one of her machetes in her mouth and the other one is dismissed. As you all swim up and then through the hole, that leads back to the tower and then swimming on towards the tower, as you swim through the door, if you're just continuing on, you see, waiting at the bottom of the stairs, a scion. Uh, How far away is it? So from the doorway to the bottom of the stairs, it's just sort of floating just under the entrance, and it has just been staring at the doorway. Silently, just Stardust immediately throws the dagger at it. Okay, so I'll do that as, like, the first action, but we can roll initiative here. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: That's a 12.
2: 19. Uh, I got an 18. An 11 for Ben. Well, I, I think I think we'll actually, like, when you take turn out order? the
5: dagger, yeah, we'll do it in, in order. You still do okay. go before it, but uh, Valen, you are first. Sensing, uh, like, star's movement and, like, the sudden stopping, I will cast light on my... Uh, dragon staff. So the
2: yeah, the room immediately lights up. You see the scion does flinch, but yeah, you see all of its tentacles just like spread out and get ready to attack. Do you want to move into the room or anything? You can now see it. I
5: think, if possible, I'll actually back out around the the wall, like the entrance. Sure, to just sort of get cover behind the the, the wall and just get out of sight of it. Yeah, sounds good. Then, Star, it's your turn.
3: Okay, well, if I can't get the sneak attack dagger on it, then I'm just going to... Star's just going to swim forward with the rapier and stab it, actually. Cool. And I'm within five feet and nothing else is, so I get sneak attack. And that's a 20... No, wait. Sorry, 20-something. 25 to hit? That's a hit. That's 24 damage.
2: Yeah, so coming up basically unarmored and not afraid. Like as you as you come towards it, it barely takes defensive action. You're able to just like stab right through it. Inky cloud of blood starting to come out of its
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll use my bonus action to dash 15 feet back. So swim in, stab, swim back. Putting myself in between, I guess, Valen and every and the and the Zion.
2: Diglin is going to swim forward then and yeah, taking the machete out of her hand and summoning mid-swing the other one into her other hand. She's going to attack it twice for two hits for another 27. And again, you see that as this frost machete like digs into its shoulder, it the frost starts to like crystallize across its body as it's just basically watching all of this happen. It's tentacles rising up around it. She's going to stay up with it. And just like shout behind her, like run, go, up. And then it is the scion's turn, and it opens its mouth and screeches. So everyone is outside except for Diglin, right? Yeah, I went back to the door. So all of you can make a wisdom save with advantage because you're not in the same room as it. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh oh.
2: Got a 16. Sixteen's good. No, nope. nine's not good. I got an eight. Eight is worse.
4: <laughs> I'm okay. I got I got uh, a
2: twenty-three. Totally fine. All of you who failed are stunned. Short. As this deafening screech emits out of this creature, like rattling the room around you as it just reverberates off the walls, and you hear in your minds, "There you were." And Kara, it's your turn.
4: Does the scion look? Bloodied does it look
2: yes it it is in very bad shape,
4: okay, I'm going to attack
1: it then so does the eel the eel charge into the room uh I was still holding the rope. does Ben go with the eel just like flying if you want it?
4: yeah, uh, but that's a nine to hit so
2: nine is not a hit. your mouth wraps around its arm on like one of the few reinforced parts, your teeth just can't pierce it
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I use as so as the eel rushes in since it's uh my turn next? Can I use my mm-hmm. reaction to grab Valen and and drag him along with us into the room? Uh yeah. So this is the
2: room like this now the stairwell leads up. What's the uh what's the eel's swim speed? 40. Yeah, so you you could drag Valen 10 feet forward. And this is the room like this is now the stairwell leading up. Yeah, this is the spiral staircase that leads out. Okay, it can make a charisma
1: 15 save. As Ben uh, lets go of the rope with one hand, and he's he's holding onto, the Valen's collar with his other hand, and he uh, casts Bane. Uh, So, yeah, ripples of time. And that's a critical fail. Traveling out from the water. Critical fail, good. It uh, takes a negative d4 to uh, attack rolls and saving throws, and then Ben's gonna swim his 15 feet up the
2: stairwell, dragging Valen. Okay, um, so you're moving past it, so it's going to take an attack of opportunity on you with the negative d4. That is a 14 minus 4 plus... So it's a 16 to hit. That misses. Oh. So I think Ben's shield is on
1: his back, like it's been on his back the whole time, and just, yeah, a Tentacle lashes out and dings <laughs> off his back, and he just, just keeps swimming. Just keeps swimming.
2: <laughs> you feel the timeline in which it hit you, and like grabbed you and started dragging you back down. But that timeline is luckily not this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben just sees it like kind of uh, overlapped on his consciousness and it fades away.
2: Then, Valen, it's your turn. You are stunned. So that is the end of your turn. <laughs> and Star, also, also stunned. stunned. End of your turn.
3: The, and what's just the point that
2: I get it- my feline agility back?
5: Because <laughs> oh, you yeah. moved. <laughs> Every cloud
2: has a silver lining. <laughs>
1: So that's just, that's not a continuing, it's just a one round effect?
2: One round, yeah. It, uh, okay. you, so you are unstunned at the end of the round. So like any okay. attacks now don't get advantage on you after your turn. Cool. Great. Okay. Diglin is stunned.
3: Oh, motherfuck.
2: So it is back to that creature. That's real bad. Which is going to grapple Diglin. Oh, but she is going to use her reaction she is a blood hunter she yeah holds out her machete and her eyes go completely white like fill up white and so does the scions her eyes like through the bandage yeah so her one good eye goes white and so does the scions and it so it gets disadvantage makes it a six and yeah so she like manages to swing the machete up at all the tentacles like forcing them back and she is not grappled but it nice. makes two attacks and the other one's a crit fail so she Hey! and carrots back to you
4: I am going to try and bite it again and I do even worse I rolled a four
2: yeah just unable to just tear through the leather armor on it mm-hmm. just the amount
1: of bubbles coming off this thing as an eel just goes absolutely nuts all over it <laughs> but just mm-hmm. not... Ben it's your turn Ben glances down it can make a wisdom 15 set
2: Uh, with a d4 for saves too uh yeah that is an 18 minus 4 14.
1: hey that's a fail
2: and it's hurt right very hurt
1: 15 damage
2: you (laughs) can describe how that kills it
1: yeah, I think Ben just glances down. He's dragging Valen, and he he just grabs a hold of his um, uh, holy symbol and squints his eyes. And the a familiar tolling rings out, but this one's a bit more solid sounding. And its head just collapses in on itself, almost like a like a singularity, like a black hole, just like like it's collapsed from the inside. And then it just nice. floats, drifting. Gnarly and so, uh, fluids pour out into the, mixing with the water. Good job, Ben. And then Ben just keeps. Keep swimming.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Doesn't look back. As that toll rings out and it just goes limp in the water, you hear from the hallway behind you, like a swarm of kobolds sort of like screeching and scrabbling
5: after you. So then it is Valen. Can I grab like a, a piece of stone, like rubble around? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab that and cast... Light on that instead. Okay. And for now, keep swimming up. So we're just in the um, stairwell, right?
2: Yeah, you're in the stairwell. You know from before that the stairwell is about a hundred feet. So you're swimming up. So Ben carried you ten feet up. So then,
5: if you swim, in, you'll be at eighty-five. Okay. Move, move the light over onto the uh, stone, and keep swimming up fifteen feet. Uh, star.
3: Uh, swimming. As as possible. So double dash plus feline agility is 90 feet.
2: 90 feet, wow. So you're basically at the top. Sick. Uh, You swim like (laughs) darting past, I feel like just like pulling, like digging your claws into the stairs and using them to like vault yourself upwards. You are 10 feet away from the, you can see the ice has frozen back over Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from when you came down originally, uh, but you can see the light of the thinner ice through the trap door above. Mm -hmm. Diglin swims speed, Kara.
4: Yeah, Kara is going to swim, and she's going to try and stop long enough for people to gr- grab onto her harness as she goes past, but like to just slow down as she gets close enough. Yeah, but, could I
2: use a reaction to? Yeah, we'll we'll use like dragging. We'll just say that you are dragging them. Okay. But the because you spent the actions to do the rope before, mm-hmm. so I'll say it takes each of them take ten feet off your movement. So with a okay. dash. You'll go sixty instead of eighty.
4: Okay. All right. Sounds good.
2: More
1: Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not what I what you said. It was Dungeons and Dragging. I I didn't understand. <laughs> no, That's not what I signed up for. <sighs>
2: so all three of you are twenty five feet away from the top. Then the kobolds swarm into the bottom and start swimming up after you. Oh wait. I'm gonna. Can I put you ten feet back and say, Diglin, grab that rope too. Yep, because otherwise she's otherwise, dead. <laughs>
4: otherwise I mean, Good question. Quick question.
2: question. I mean, I feel
4: like I feel like
2: Oh my this feels like uh, meta gaming to me. Uh, it might be meta gaming. Uh, so I've given you the choice. I feel like
4: I feel like would have let everybody hang on.
2: Okay, so then yeah. you're thirty five feet back, and Diglin <laughs> isn't devoured in front of you by like in okay, a single turn. S- skeletonized. just like hungry piranhas (laughs) (laughs) oh man 80 feet but they started outside so they are they are 40 feet up the tower oh wait that was Kara sorry they did they haven't moved yet because it's Ben before Kara before the the creatures
1: okay yeah I'll uh, Ben will swim up 15 feet and take the dodge action
2: okay so then the kobolds swarm up they are 40 feet up so they're 60
5: feet away from the top and Valen, it's your turn they're 60 feet away from the top. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work inside a cylinder where they can see us. So I'll just drop the stone, hoping that it floats down and is annoying for them to look past. Yeah. And keep hanging on to Kara and just use the uh, staff to cast Ray of Frost at two of the cobalts. Okay. Uh, so the first one, it is a 22 to hit. To hit? 12 damage and it loses it uh will be ten feet slower next turn. It is dead. Okay. Very slow. Pretty slow. Reduced to speed of zero. <laughs> uh the other one is nineteen to hit. Yeah. It's a hit. And five cold damage. Okay. And Not ten quite. feet slower. Dead, but it is slower. Okay.
1: About how many are down there?
4: So many. A it's, swarm of piranhas, many.
2: Dozens yeah, with hundreds dozens was feet. an exaggeration. There are eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, uh, okay. This was the closest patrol uh, you so that this is the one that, that got to you first. Probably there are more. You have seen many more.
4: There's a whole town's worth of them, right? Yeah. Alas for milk oven.
2: We barely knew ye, milk oven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and your weird sea cows. <laughs> Star. Star's going to swim ahead and... Uh, try to start breaking the ice? Yeah. Can he attack it with the rapier? Just to try and, like, would that be more effective or would, like, just trying to punch it be effective? It's I a big think, ice pick, right?
2: I, I think a rapier, though, I think you would dink, dink, dink. Wouldn't quite, wouldn't,
3: <laughs> but it's like kind a of dagger. too long, I think. Maybe I'll use the dagger instead. That makes more sense. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it does make sense. Yeah, the rapier's way too long. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's not going to fence with the ice. Yeah. He'd <laughs> um, just be
2: stabbing little air holes in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I run you through. Bends at a 45 degree angle like in a cartoon. <laughs>
3: 12. Uh, tw- yeah, 12 is enough. I mean, what like, you what to, AC does what ice damage have, right? it. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
5: okay.
3: And no one else is within... And- no other enemies are within five feet of the ice, so... Yeah, this ice has no
2: idea you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> sneak attack damage? You have surprise-rounded the ice. <laughs> I don't. I, I actually don't think you would get sneak attack. I know. Yeah, yeah. it's fair,
3: it's fair, it's fair. Uh, uh, nine. Nine damage.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, so you your hand, like, punches through it. So you're reaching up to the top, so you just have to make it big enough to be able to get through. Yeah, if you want to use your, your bonus action attack, too, you can do that.
3: That's what I was going to do, yeah. Can I use my bonus action just to try to make the whole... Bigger. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Even lower. <laughs> 11? <laughs> 11's fine. It, <laughs> I, I rolled a, a 3 and then a like 2. Most like
2: this have AC 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's 4 damage. 4 damage? Okay. So yeah, you're like sort of chipping away with the with the dagger, just trying to make the entrance big enough. It's not quite big enough to fit through. Okay. Diglin is going to, she is slightly too far away to be able to do that, so she's going to swim 15 feet, and she turns around with the machetes and is going to ready and attack, kind of hold the back. And Kara, it's your turn.
4: I am going to try and swim up to the top um, and um, bite my way out through the ice.
2: Bite that ice.
4: Star's giving me a little gap, so maybe I can get my jaws around it.
2: Yeah, you can eat it like a like a sandwich,
3: like a Neil does. Yeah, I know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not just pressed up against a flat surface. You
4: know, but I've <laughs> got like a like a big strong jaw now. I got like a nineteen or twenty, something like that, to hit. Oh yeah, and is nine.
2: Nine. Nine okay.
4: damage. Yeah. Nope. I get to add plus two to that. Uh, eleven. Eleven.
2: Eleven. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it is almost big enough to fit through now as the eel like chomps onto the side of it and just like yanks down another little two foot section of ice which I think you just spit out and starts to like float against the bottom of it just like clacking as these kobolds swim up towards you.
4: And if I have extra movement after I've gotten there I'd like to um, double back and face the back.
2: 40 feet you're dragging I think only Valen now so you would have 30 feet so that would have just got you there within 5 feet at the top. And Ben? Swims out the hole. Yeah, so you can't quite get out the hole yet. Like, say the ice had 30 HP, it has 25 <laughs> damage done to it right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: can, can Ben, can I fit in there to try to get a physical attack on it? Yeah, because it's an eel and, a, eel and a cat.
5: Slender.
1: Yeah, Ben just unclips the Mesa Salune off his belt where it's been floating unused for a year several several days. Several days uh I think in the game. But um Maybe a week.
4: <laughs> Maybe yeah. a week.
1: And Ben Heaves and with all his strength, gets a fifteen minus one. It's fourteen. Yeah, AC ten on ice. <laughs> now one D six and then that's minus one, right? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say minus one. So, but
2: I rolled a three. Uh yeah, so it's not quite enough. Oh, you, well, you add a d4 to it, don't you? It's
1: right. Yes, it does. One, one d4, nice, Robert. Ra- r- radiant. Uh, three radiant damage.
2: Amazing. <laughs> so it hits it. There is a crack, but it doesn't break. And then the... A
1: wave of lunar energy, lunar light bursts off it. And like I guess the, the ice goes exploding upwards. And then Ben climbs out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, so reach strength check. <laughs> Watch us all turn into a pile, a pot of lobsters all pulling each other back in yeah.
3: trying to climb out.
5: The kobolds swarm up. The one
2: that, uh, or yeah, the one that got ray of frosted gets held back down by the frost around its body. The other ones surge up past it. Diglin is going to chop the one that gets close to her. So yeah, the first one, she just chops right in the center of its head and just, like, pulls the machete out and then uses the other one to cut the head off. But then you lose sight of her as they kind of swarm
5: around her. Uh, Valen, it's your turn. Yeah, I'll, I'll cast another two Ray of Frost before ducking out. Okay. 16 to hit. Yep. Nine damage. Okay. And 20 to hit. 11 damage.
2: Okay, so that uh, if, if they were both on the same one?
5: No, there, there would be two different targets.
2: Two different targets. Okay. So one of them is okay, but the other one does
5: die. Um, so and one then of them... I would Oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I insist. You're going to describe the what the impact of it. Yeah, I thought you were going to. No. <laughs> I was going to say I swim away. Oh, okay. I get out of that hole.
2: <laughs> I don't even look at what it I don't does. I like, just get out of
5: there. <laughs> yeah,
2: one of them gets slowed as the frost sort of forms around its body and then the other one just freezes into a little ice cube and starts sinking back down through the group. Uh, Star. How far is Diglin? Diglin is just 15 feet behind. She's surrounded? They've all swung, so they dashed, so they're all yeah. kind of amongst you now up here. Oh, okay. This next okay. turn okay. they're going to be, okay. but they're, yeah, they're yeah, all around right. her below. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, so she could like disengage. Okay, yeah. I was just worried. Yeah, okay. Star's just going to use his action to stab one next to him. <laughs> so there's yeah, there's okay. nearby. <laughs> 16 to hit. Yeah,
2: that's a hit. They are
3: like, yeah. You
2: you can take sneak attack because there's still people within five feet of you threatening them okay. as well.
3: Yeah. Probably iced him. That's that's my thing. More than ten damage. Yeah. <laughs> I cast uh, ray of frost. Yeah. Uh,
1: stay away from uh, Evan's intellectual property, would <laughs> you?
3: Anything ice Twenty three plus six. That's twenty nine damage, actually. Yeah. Mega dead.
2: Yeah,
3: the, the Rutherford's dead. are very litigious. Sweet. Uh, and then climb out of the hole. Okay.
2: Uh, So Valen, Ben, and Star are out of the hole. Diglin, yeah, just like pushing and screaming and just like chopping her way through these as she like makes her way up, not attacking, just dashing. She porpoises out of the hole and just like comes (laughs) clattering and rolling to the ground. Kara?
4: I'm going to try and grab one of the kobolds in my mouth. Like Um, grapple? Yeah.
2: Okay. Make a uh, strength or athletics.
4: Oh, that's too bad. That's a four.
2: Oh, a four? It only got a seven.
4: It wiggles its way out.
2: Yeah, too slippery and slimy. Mm Mm-hmm. Nasty little creep.
4: Too bad. I'm going to try and blast out of the whole leap (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen an eel breach before Yeah,
6: yeah
2: it's truly horrible
1: <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the tail doesn't get all the way out of the water before it falls over Yeah, <laughs> yeah. slaps
2: Oh yeah, yeah slaps. the sound is
5: horrible <laughs> Kara is the source of the most like disturbing druid transformation images ever Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the opposite of Animorphs <laughs> Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> It's like Animorphs' book covers, like the halfway yeah,
5: through Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: crunching (laughs) slimy wet slap onto the ice (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was going to say f- it would be very cool if you, like, jumped up and then transformed halfway and, like, went for a roll, but you used your action on the... <laughs> and I like the, I like the slap.
3: <laughs> like a wet slap of an eel. <laughs> like...
2: Yeah, just a filth noodle hitting the
3: deck. <laughs> like, carrot turns, turns into a tiger and it still slime comes out. <laughs>
1: like, uh, what? Why? why is it scary?
4: Right. Why does Shit. that
1: tiger have antennae? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's the other thing about Kara, just continuously turning into creatures that are horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, so that's my turn.
2: You're out. Uh, So everyone's out. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So as you do, like, one of the kobolds comes, like, launching out of the water as well after you. But as it hits the ground, it's, like, clutching at its neck where these gills have formed and just kind of, like... Flops its way back into the hole as the the top of the water just starts like roiling as all of them are like coming up close, like trying to reach hands out towards you, but just can't get at you.
3: May I mercilessly end its life before it gets back in? (laughs) Uh, I'd say actually, all of you could like leap on it. Ben was gonna grab it and just hold it there. Like Star is like like laying on the ground, breathing heavy. (laughs) Just like Ben lies on it, and Star just like rolls (laughs) over onto it with a dagger and just like just starts like stabbing it. Okay, so you dogpile
2: this uh, this transformed kobold uh, yep. very quickly, ending its life. I won't even make you roll. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ben would uh, stand up and be
1: every just blasting Toll the deads yeah, into and the yeah. yeah will be just trying to like
5: free refreeze the water with ray of frost if he could. Okay,
2: yeah. So as you're standing around just uh, kobold in a barreling, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be doing this like trying to freeze back over the hole and then the hole would, like, punch out again as a tentacle comes through and, like, oh, slaps onto the ground. Let's get that to fear. We should, we should run. run! Yeah.
4: <laughs> Kara would drop her form at this point. Smart. Yeah. Now,
1: did... We didn't hide, we didn't hide any gear up in here, did we? we talk, I know we talked about it, but we didn't, right? You put no, it no, we in didn't. the bag of hole. We put it in the bag, yeah. and that's in my armor.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, running, running away, I'll say you're out of initiative. That One of the scions does, as you go, eventually claw its way out. You
5: can see that it is on the ground quite clumsy and slow. I'd probably take at least one turn to hit it with a ray of frost to slow it down some more. Cool, okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think also Ben would turn around and shout at it. Bond breaker! Oath breaker!
2: Liar! Voice, like, echoing across the, like, completely empty exposed lake as you're, like, running away, just like the crunch of snow under your feet as it, like, lumbers after you, uh, and then as you get away, just stands still watching you.
5: I can't remember. Is it daytime still? It is daytime, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, how long were we under the ice in total? Not long. Probably, like, an hour or something.
2: I would say even less. Yeah. Probably, like, half an hour or so.
4: Right. Great. Just long enough to... Lose two friends and fail our quest.
3: Happens fast. Well, yeah. I would call it a medium success.
4: I mean...
5: Or maybe a light failure. If you think about the original purpose, the original purpose was get to Jaren and Stop deal him. with Jaren. We and yeah. then we decided to use the Legionnaire's yes. friendship yeah. to survive yeah. going underwater. True. Yeah. Now the deal was that we would get the axe.
4: Yeah. We also don't know that we succeeded in killing Jaren, right? Oh no, I killed Jaren. You, star remembers? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, I know what to talk? It. Do we want to yeah. talk this out in character?
1: We do. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. We do. That's probably true.
1: Mm-hmm. We got a long trip. <laughs>
5: <across>. Yes. <laughs> Cross long, the ice. Cold trip. Yeah, as we're walking, uh, Valen is just shivering. I'm really missing prestidigitation today. You can't heat us up? Uh, not, not, not until I sleep. Okay, let's
1: just. The best thing we could do is going. get back to the fire.
3: Rowan uh, went in, Bree went in.
1: To the to the portal.
3: I killed Jaren. Jaren is dead.
5: Jaren's dead.
3: He he rode the eel. I, I took care of him oh. before he crossed over. But he went through too.
5: Why did Bree uh, do that? Ooh.
3: I don't know. She didn't ah. say anything. Rowan was just on the eel. He was trapped, but he also went through.
4: Did anyone get a good look at where they went?
3: Uh, did I? I, I think
2: everyone who was down below got a bit of a look, um, but Star being right next to the portal, looking through it, it was just inky blackness. You could feel a temperature difference as, like, the water between these two places started intermingling, creating that current, mm. uh, and through it you could see like a blue like in the distance a blue glowing kind of crystalline what looked like a fortress
3: well uh, i saw some sort of fortress it also seemed to be underwater like it was made of crystals but
5: then it closed could i do a history check to see if i know anything like that yeah
4: was it fresh water or salt water
5: question
2: Yeah, I guess I guess you would feel a a bit of a difference because like, what I think what the lightning was doing was basically evaporating and separating water from air. Mm -hmm. um, But there would have been a salty quality to it while you were close.
3: Yeah, it starts like, uh, I guess it was um, kind of salty, come to think of it. It was much warmer.
1: So they're in an they're in an ocean.
3: Some sort of ocean.
5: I rolled a ten on my history check. Unless you're going to let me use passive history, which would be seventeen.
2: I will <laughs> let you use passive here, especially because this is something you recognize. You specifically did a day of reading books in Diglin's cabin about giants
6: That's true. Um,
2: and about the Chained Legionnaire. So this sounds like it, uh, there were like stories, some some like even fairy tales of a city called uh, Kratok. A storm giant city that is sort of an Atlantis type deal somewhere beneath the ocean. Uh, uh, storm giants live equal parts in the ocean and the sky. So, floating cloud fortresses and deep sea fortresses are storm giant stuff.
5: That's badass. Mm. Um, it, that sounds like the description of Kratok, uh, uh, an underwater city owned by the, the storm giants. Valen, can you send the message? Uh, um not not until I arrest. Hmm. Diglin? Yeah. Can you send a message? Uh
2: not magically. Yes. I'd have to know where they were and send a bird or something.
1: It'll yeah. it's gonna be okay. They this was the path that we you know we were supposed to take, so everything'll be okay. They were they must have to go through to do something over there.
4: Everything dies, Ben.
3: Ben I, don't like that, ben, I don't like that way of thinking personally, but...
1: Everything dies, but for, like, reasons. Like, there's... No, you
4: know... some things die just because they die.
5: Kara, uh, I'm not sure that right now is, is, is the time to dissuade Ben of, of his faith. <sighs> I can... You can talk to...
1: I can hear you, Valen. And Ben has, like, got a furious look on his face.
5: Ben. What? I'm on your side.
1: Okay. Well, and, uh, you can see tears are welling up in Ben's uh, eyes.
4: We need to warm up, and then we need to figure out what to do next.
3: We, just, we need to get the message to them. That's what we need to do. Uh, Where's the compass? Give me an hour to rest. and That's how we got out last time. Who had the compass? Uh,
5: I have it, but we no. shouldn't use it until we can follow it. It will only last for I was eight hours. They had it.
1: Yeah, Ben is uh, he's got the bag of holding out. And he's, uh, reaching in, and he pulls out his, uh, his, his winter coat, and it's just like, soaking wet. <laughs> he's like,
4: ah. Oh, no. And he,
1: he, he, hurls, uh, his coat out, like, out across the, uh, the ice and the snow, and then starts marching away from it. His head bowed down.
4: Pick that back up, Ben. You're going to need it, and we don't have Bree to fix any more clothing.
1: I don't, I have feathers. I don't need a coat.
4: You absolutely do.
1: Um, and Ben, yeah, he kind of stops and looks back at you and, like, scrunches his face up and then marches over and picks the coat back up, like, really, like, exaggerated movement and then starts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. starts trudging. <laughs> starts trudging back, dragging it behind him.
3: The star walks next to Vale, and he just, like, looks over at Vale like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right in Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. That is exactly
4: <laughs> what I was going for. <sighs>
1: like it's the heaviest thing in the world he's ever picked up.
4: <laughs> Does anyone know how to empty a bag of holding of water? Can they be emptied?
1: Well, they can uh, be filled up, right? So everyone knows,
5: over. but Valen failed his history check on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we
1: want to do it right now, here, or no. should we go back? back to the cabin? Yes.
5: Yeah,
3: everybody's marching. I'm presuming. Yeah,
5: right. yeah. And then, and right. then Ben
3: uh, argument, uh, stuffs <laughs> his uh, jacket back
1: there
5: with like a big <laughs> slosh, <laughs> and, like, water, water shoots out, <laughs> <laughs> and cinches it up. <laughs> so, if we have the compass, we could as like as we're walking. Yeah, we could use it on one of us. But if if neither Bree nor Rowan are the individual who is most earnestly seeking us, it, it may not point to them.
3: Yeah, who knows what... Who would be looking for Rowan? Does anybody know anything about Bree?
4: Rowan has, Rowan has family in High Warden. Um, the,
3: the, the question is not who is looking for
5: them. Doesn't
3: it point to the person who would be looking for them?
5: I can only use it on someone within 60 feet of me. Oh, oh if they're
4: looking for us. Right. Oh, it would work if bad.
3: they were looking for us. I see. I was thinking if someone, if, if one of us was looking for, yeah, anyways.
4: But when we used it before, we were, it would point to plain, planar openings, right?
3: Correct.
1: Who knows where one of those is?
4: But also, if they're not, if they're on this plane, in an ocean.
5: It would point t- to the nearest path towards them.
4: But if they're on this plane, then it would take us days or or weeks to get or months. there
5: I
3: think we need to send them a message
5: that again that, that is our our best option, yes, I just need an hour to rest.
3: We can't make a plan until until we send them a message what's the weather like?
2: It is still quite a clear day, only yeah, with only half an hour passing, but I think like looking over the mountains, you can see dark clouds brewing. are we freezing like? We're soaking wet, right? Marching across a. You're not soaking like, wet because the no, um, because the uh, the, the lightning mm. kept
1: us. Okay.
2: okay, you are cold. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're not. You're not going to die from um, being soaking so sure. wet. Yeah. We had uh,
4: okay. that was part of the boon. I think was was that it kept us warm. Yeah. Enough.
1: Yeah. So Ben's just got his like his uh, his talons tucked under his armpits or his wing pits, and uh, yeah, just just marching.
3: Diglin. What do you think? I, I don't know where he
2: would have wanted to go. I, I don't understand the whole portal. You say he's in some giant city in the ocean.
5: What would Jaren have wanted there? Yeah.
3: Can't be good. But you said he's dead. I mean, uh, his dead. is a rapier in the chest would do it. I mean, he can't cause much harm if he's dead. What I think too, unless they unless he gets revived on the other side, but I don't see any reason for that to happen.
4: His eel didn't seem like it would have any kind of special powers or anything, you know, just you know, really, really big.
3: Yeah, just really, really yeah, Star just gets like a look on his face like just really, really big.
4: <laughs> so the
1: the eel, the giant monster eel went through the portal with mm-hmm. Brian Rowan?
3: Yes.
4: But you got out, right, Star? I'm, yes. I'm sure they'll be fine. They'll be, they'll be completely
5: fine. Please, I, I, I'm dying of curiosity. How did, how did you escape that creature?
3: Well, you remember my, uh, my bud. He was also in there, and uh, we both got out.
5: Yes, why did no one tell me there was an eel swimming next to me for, like, five, ten minutes?
3: Uh, would, it have, would it have changed anything? It didn't change. I I couldn't see anything (laughs) Do you mean me? No, he means uh, I never got his name He didn't really speak common Mostly just gurgled at me Um, But uh, yeah, you get inside of an eel And you know, it's pretty much what you would imagine It would look like, I think And uh, there's lots of soft things And then mostly we stabbed the soft things And the eel really (laughs) didn't like that And then it threw us up
5: Fascinating
3: Yes and uh, there was all this, uh, oh, I mean, uh, I didn't know stomachs worked like that. Like some sort of weird magic tendrils, like come up and grab the food. And, and uh, anyways.
5: Well, uh, out in, in the wild, there are all sorts of magical and unusual biologies. That is to say, Bree and Rowan stand a chance at least. <sighs> I mean, I got it good a number of times, but it was still...
4: Do you think the storm giants breathe air?
5: They seem to have the magical ability to survive underwater. If they can give us the boon, then they can give it to themselves.
3: I can't believe they're gone. I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't have a plan. I don't. We will
5: find that we made our way back from the ethereal plane. Yes, I'm but we, sure- had
3: the, we had tools to do it. We, they don't have tools. We were they're, all together. They're injured. They're badly injured. They're, there is a giant eel which is not dead. They're going into dangerous territory. The boon only lasts.
5: We will We need to go them.
3: back and rest as soon as possible so you can send them a message. can't believe that's what they're
1: doing. We killed Jaren, but I, I let out that psychic fish.
4: I, it was there before. That, you know, and it can't come out of the water.
5: Benjamin, I was right there with you. I, I thought it was the best possible plan. That That's not your mistake alone.
1: It broke. It broke its word to us. That's.
5: That yeah. was not in the That's brief it. glimpse that I had been given.
4: I can't stop thinking about Rowan and Bree.
5: Well,
1: like you said, they're probably dead. So, just gotta move. Don't on. say that, Benjamin. That's not. That's
3: the what truth. you said. I did not say it. Okay. All right. She and Ben was pointing at. That's what she did. She said they're ben, dead. We have no reason to think that they are dead.
4: We have Bacara. a couple
3: reasons. Okay, it's okay.
4: Let's 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 go to bed. Let's um let's get some sleep.
3: Yes, let's go back and let's just go back and eat something and try and warm up. It wasn't supposed to be like this. No, it wasn't. But this isn't the end. It's not the end.
2: We see the darkness of a fathomless ocean, lit for maybe the first time by a ring of electric energy. The muffled sounds of battle echo through, and are immediately swallowed by the endless, silent deep. The stillness outside the portal is shattered as Fang, the colossal eel, explodes through, followed by Rowan, who holds onto the limp body of Jaren. They spin in the eel's wake, as lastly Bree, holding the axe of Mazgroth, wreathed in lightning, shoots through the rapidly shrinking ring, which gets smaller and smaller as the axe gets closer. So you come spinning out of the portal into these deep black waters on the other side, the portal immediately closing behind you and the electrical light that it was giving off snuffing out, leaving you in complete darkness, lit only by the electricity of Mosgraf's boon surrounding you. The only other light that you see is the field of electricity that is still sparking around Fang, the gargantuan eel, which has come through the portal and is now swirling through the dark water, trying to acclimatize itself. Rowan, I think you can see right away, looking at this eel, you can see its eyes and its head are flailing
7: around. It looks like it is not comfortable in this environment. I have an important environmental question that only a crocodile might know. Yep. Is this salt water or fresh water? It is salt water. Interesting. Oh, no.
2: And I think even with the boon around your body, you can sense a temperature change. It gets even colder. Colder than a
7: frozen lake.
2: <laughs> yes.
7: <laughs>
2: oh, and God. And you can feel the, the, the field that normally sits just off your body, maybe giving you half a foot of birth around your body, is now pushed in closer to your body, and you can Ooh. feel it is mostly holding it back, but there is an immense amount of pressure. Oh, man. So, Rowan, you are holding on to Jaren's body. Bree, you're holding on to this big, half-shattered axe. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do?
6: Well, alright, I'm, I'm holding Jaren, and uh, I'm going to actually drape his... He's unconscious or dead? Do, do I know...
2: You would have to do a medicine check to know.
6: I don't. I probably wouldn't have time at this point. So I'm going to take him and drape his arm around my shoulder and make it look like I'm kind of propping him up in a support way. And I'm going to try to uh, express that sort of pacifist kind of thing to this eel in the hopes that I can try to, I don't know, not have it directly attack us <laughs> and see if I can eventually get to a point where I could maybe try to comment.
2: Okay, yeah, w- like waving your hand, the electricity still like swirling around your body. You see the eel's head whip towards you. It's one remaining good eye, like dilating as it looks at you. Oh! And if you want to try to give off <laughs> good vibes, <laughs> uh,
6: <laughs> Dude, this monstrous eel.
2: Oh God, Rowan. Oh, when well, you man. have you have a furball ability when dealing with beasts,
6: right? Yeah. So I've I've got jaron propped up to at least look like he's propped up anyway and uh dilates and I'm oh, okay 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 I know you're scared well I know you're scared but uh, uh, uh we're we're uh, we're stuck here now uh, uh we we, we got to work together and uh I'm very nervous and definitely thinking this is not going to work but uh I'm I'm putting it out there anyway
2: okay um, so I think you can do a persuasion, because animals can understand you. That's yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you can do a persuasion check.
6: Oh, and I get bonus. I get uh, I get advantage. Right. I get advantage on these because it's a beast.
7: Right. You have a big angry looking lizard, covered in blood, floating behind you, wielding a giant lightning axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: right. right, I'm proficient now. Sweet. Uh, that becomes nineteen.
2: So it. Is looking at you, and and like you can see that it had bunched itself up like it was going to fly forwards. My at body you. is
6: so tense, yeah.
2: But now it is now it starts swimming around you, kind of in a figure eight, always mm-hmm. keeping that one good eye on you and Jaren
6: all right Oh, okay this, this is good this is progress now now i i know we've had our difficulties and and, and you know you you were trying to kill us and, and eat us and and we were trying to defend ourselves and but 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 this is good this is progress this is you know we we can work with this as i'm like trying to kind of turning as well and trying to keep it in my my view Rowan, i do not know i am in position to fight ill. yeah yeah oh okay okay that's 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 good to know you you uh you take care. You, we, you know, we, we, we'll watch this. We, we won't need to fight, will we? we? We won't have to fight, will we?
7: I think Bree is kind of like back back to back with you as
2: you're rotating yeah. in the water. Yeah, and just like this, this lightning, it is being careful to keep you outside of the field and not wanting to injure Jaren with its natural lightning field. Bree, I feel like you're having some trouble staying in one place in the water as the axe seems to still be pulling mm-hmm. at you. Okay. Looking in the direction that it's trying to pull you. Like you can see the electricity that's swirling around the eel is evaporating water. And so you can see which way the bubbles are going. You can tell which way is up. Oh. The axe is not pulling you down with its weight, it is pulling sort of behind you. And when you look, you can see the dull glow of these blue crystals. They're probably half a kilometer away.
7: Rowan, I, 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 there is uh, something
6: over there that the axe is drawing me to. Okay, so so we've got an axe uh, uh, pulling us uh, one way, and we've got a giant eel uh, swimming around us, and, uh, and I don't know where we are. I don't know if you know where we are. Do, do, do you know where we are right now?
7: I, uh, we are in city, I thought, but it's un-
6: underwater. okay. All right, so we got a whole bunch of bridges to cross. Uh, okay, let's let's choose one and do that Dude first. Do not think you uh, have to cross bridge underwater, Rowan. He's just swimming. Yep. Well, then, then we well, let's let's swim a stretch at a time. Okay. And, okay. And, uh, and, uh, my, my vote, my vote is the giant eel. Let's let's swim this stretch first. Okay, uh, and the eel is not attack us. He's we friend with
7: eel? Uh, yeah, yep. eel. And Bree tries to like uh, uh, take a less offensive stance with the axe and like <laughs> like one hand up one hand with the axe and the other hand like oh don't worry i'm I'm a nice big lizard
6: okay
7: uh yeah you can do a
2: performance or persuasion as well okay
6: now i'm actually really happy that it was star who did most of that damage (laughs) i'm actually genuinely nervous about this (laughs) my own heart rate is up
2: i know Bree has six hp left how are you i'm
6: I'm not i can survive a chomp i think i've got about uh, i've got 22
7: 22 this
6: is a performance
7: check, not an animal handling check. You can do animal handling. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 11 plus 5,
2: 16. So are, are you swimming in a direction or are you just sort of holding where you are?
7: I think we're trying to, to slowly move towards the crystals. Uh, but I imagine we're also still like rotating yeah. constantly with this eel around us. As you do
2: start to swim towards this city, Fang does swirl his face right up in front of you and you just see like the eyes, he opens his mouth threateningly, just this burbling hiss comes out while its fins and spines on its head start shaking
6: threateningly. Mm. And, and that uh, electric field around it, is it sort of in its face? I mean, I know it carried Star sort of away. Is it around its body or in its face? Like, could I contact it without getting hit by that electricity?
2: Uh, you can tell now that you are close enough that if it was trying to hurt you, it would be hurting you right now.
6: All right, uh, I know you're scared. I'm. Uh, we're scared too. And this is a strange place, and it's probably way colder than what you're used to. And I don't know. Maybe this is uh, uh, this is probably salt water or something. I don't know. Bree, is this salt water? It's it, it salt water. We are very deep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so. So. Yeah. I mean, we're just as scared as you are, Eel. And I'm gonna. I'm. As I'm talking, I'm slowly. I got my palm kind of up. And I'm slowly bringing my hand closer, and as I'm talking, I'm gonna to try to just kind of lay it gently sort of on its, on its side.
0: Hello, it's Mike Friday your dungeon mom. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Is one episode a week not enough to quench your insatiable thirst for roleplay? Ooh, that sounds dirty. If that sounds like you, why not go over and check out Roll for Damage? Myself and Kieran are playing in a campaign on Twitch every Friday at 9.30 EST. That's PM. We're playing a very ruthless and deadly campaign. Kieran plays a grumpy mage slayer who will take your lunch money and who got all of his skin burned off by roughly 400 points of lightning damage. Not an exaggeration. And I play a cowboy cat who does a whole lot of rooty-tooty bad guy shooty. We just started season two. So we hope you'll join us this week and if you want to catch up, all the games are on YouTube. Search Roll for Damage. R-O-L-E, the number four, and then Damage the regular way on YouTube and Twitch. We'll see you there. And as always, keep being the best. We
6: love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.